from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you this is Roz yes. and Mocha. Yeah. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Roz. It's Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Question for you. And you can take a while to think about this. But I need to know. Okay. I thought a lot about this last week for like an afternoon. A whole afternoon. Do you say mango... Mango or mango? Oh my god. What? Excuse me. It's the first one only. Mango. Mango? You know what's so funny, guys? Mango? But you don't say like man mango? <laughs> what did I bring to say? Mango. I brought mango. Mango. I'm not mango. Hey, you talking to Guyanese people here, but you can't say mango. <laughs> yeah. Okay, hold mango. on. Like you let your man go? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's the only way you're using that in a sentence. But it's not spelled like that. There's a lot of words that aren't spelled. I the way know, that- but I think that I like. You feel like it's missing a G if you say if you're saying mango. Yeah, it's not mango. Yeah, it is. You it's just not. Right. It's mango. It's not mango. Roz, man, come on. Or, or I would even accept mango. Oh, absolutely not. That is the dumbest That's one dis- I've ever That's disrespectful. Heard. <laughs> it's not disrespectful. It is. Yeah. Beer uh, you know, this. No. Yeah. What happened to you, boy? Oh, come on now. <laughs> it's mango. Mango. Yeah, mang. Mango. Mang, mang. Not. Mango. Okay. I, mango. I, in my own head, okay, I <laughs> You're a Guyanese man, like you know. The disappointment coming. I'm just taking the, the taking the card listen, away. You listen, okay. In my own head, mm-hmm. I had convinced myself that it was mango. No, if he don't treat you like you got no, if he don't treat you right, you gotta let that man go. No, no, it's not that. <laughs> no, stop it. Take me seriously for one second, gotcha. please. Okay. Gotcha. <clears throat> I thought that it was one of those things that I had been pronouncing wrong. Like, I say mango, right? That's how you say it, mango. And I thought that I had been pronouncing it wrong and that it's actually mango. But why were you've you never heard about it so much? You've never heard like, somebody say it out in public yeah, and somebody I, looked at you weird? Yeah, and I was just, no, I read it. You? I read it. I oh. read the word. And then I just went back to it and back what, to it and back to it. What are you reading like? I don't know. Like mango I don't know. I wasn't reading. I wasn't <laughs> catching up on my mango news. You jackass. No. But I had really thought that maybe this was something that I said wrong We're and that get it's, to the of it's really mango. Mango. Let me see what any mango Are you is. sure nobody says mango? I'm so disappointed in you no, right now. No, no, no. Come on now. Are you sure nobody says mango? I don't know. I've never come across a single person on planet Earth in my 36 years of living that who've says, ever says mango. What's the other way that you said? Mango. Oh, gosh. I can't even hear that. You've never heard Mang what? Mango. Mango? Yeah. Were you reading the New York Times article from two days ago that said where the, the headline is the mango is king of the Miami summer? <laughs> no. Was it that one? The, the what's king? Mango. No, the mango. <laughs> I'm just saying. Mango. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast.
Today's the day. Wedding season. Today is the day. Uh, Roz getting married to Catherine. Yeah. Uh, I got my invite. Shem got his invite. A lot of people got invites. Very pretty, by the way. Uh, Dimamori has yet to receive his invite, has right. to work his way into the wedding. Which I'm now starting to feel special about. Oh. Uh, much like, like with your book last yeah. year. Maury had to work his way into your book, and he made it as a footnote. Yes. Which, so, which Maury loved, by the way. Yes. And right. even have Margaret Atwood on tape reading it. Yes, which he loved. Uh, so Dan Maury has been trying his very best to earn his way into your wedding, Ross. Yes. <laughs> and I haven't so. shown up at your house or anything. No, I know. I Yet. know. You've been great. You've been great. Yet. You've been great. Yet. You've been great. <laughs> Amen. Uh, one of the things Maury did earlier this year was, While I was uh, awake is what you should have said at the end of that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> one of the things Maury did um, was to pretend that he was like a photographer and had to call, and he went and called like a bunch of caterers Yes. Uh, to say, hey, I'm this photographer for this wedding. I can't remember the venue or the date. Are you catering this wedding? I am baking a cake for an upcoming wedding, and I can't find... Um, the caterer information anywhere, and I'm hoping that it's you guys. If I give you the bride and groom name, can you help me out? Do you know when it is? Uh, it's upcoming. <laughs> okay. So what I can do is I can take a look at the system. Hi there. Is this the uh, McEwen Catering? Yes, it is. Big fan. Um, I am a wedding photographer, and our company is Film in the Blanks. Um, and I'm f photographing an upcoming wedding, and I'm, I believe you guys are the caterers. I just need to confirm that. Uh, if you could look up Roz and Catherine. Uh, which day is it? Um, it's uh, coming up very soon. Oh, well, I need a date for Roz and Catherine. It's just, that's just random throwing out. I've got, like, so many things in the... Uh, R-O-Z. They didn't Does, give you a date? It? No, but what if I spell it? <laughs> no, I, I actually need the date. Another attempt is he hit the streets to try to get people to sign a petition. Oh, that's Hoping right. that's that with right. enough signatures to present to you, yeah. you would hand over an invitation. Oh, my God. Okay, hi, what's your name? Marana. <laughs> oh, I love that. I don't even know how to spell Marana, but I love it. It's like Miranda, but the D is hiding. <laughs> All right, so we're, uh, I guess, maybe uh -huh. approaching Roz's wedding, uh -huh. and I have to earn my way into the wedding, and I have a petition for the Friends of Maury at the Roz's Wedding Foundation. Will you sign my petition to get me to go to the wedding? Why should you go? Like, do you even know him that well? So okay. that was a big <laughs> fail. Yeah, that was, by the way... Yes, great, like, great hustle, man. Really great um, hustle. Maury, uh, in a last-ditch attempt, Roz, <sighs> yeah. decided to call people who he knows you are very close with uh -oh. and would assume are invited to your wedding. Oh, damn, okay. Including yeah. Scott McGilvery. Oh, no, oh, no. From HGTV. Oh, no. And your former co-workers <sighs> at... E.T. Canada, yeah. Cheryl Hickey, yeah. and Sangeeta Patel. Oh, no. Hello? Oh, my goodness. Is this E.T. Canada, Sangeeta Patel? I have a question for you. What's up? Um, are you willing to ditch your date to Roz's wedding and bring me? <laughs> How do you know I'm going to the wedding? I don't. Thank you, Sangeeta. And then if I was going, I, I my husband wants to go, Sam wants to go, and that says a lot because he really cares about Roz and Catherine and Roxy. So oh, blah, blah, blah. Wedding, you see your kinda... husband. You see him every day. Yeah, I mean, you could call Sam and ask him. That would be awkward since I've never met the man or talked to him before. <laughs> Damn. Hello? Hey, Mom, it's Maury. Hi. How are you, Roz's mom? 
I'm fine. Hi, Maury. How are you? I'm good. Okay, so are you willing to ditch your plus one and bring me? Oh, definitely not. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, it's not that funny. Now, if you'd asked me yesterday when we had decided that uh, we already were going to spend X amount of dollars and put some clothes on hold for him, uh, I might have said yes. We just spent too much money to have him go matchy-matchy with my dress. Hold on. So it's not because (laughs) you love who you're bringing. It's because you put money down for clothes. Exactly, sweetie. Yes. Wouldn't it have been more fun to have me sitting next to you? Um, try someone else. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Cheryl Hickey, it's Maury. Oh, Maury. How are you, buddy? All right, so yeah. I have to earn my way into Roz's wedding. Simple question. Are you willing to ditch your date and take me? <laughs> You're asking me to ditch my husband. And who, by the way, is very attractive. Oh, you think so? I, don't you? Oh, I like wow. him, yeah. I think he's kind of cute. I'll tell him. He'll think that's really nice. Um, okay, you're asking me if I would ditch my husband and take you to Roz's wedding. Yes, as your plus one. What are you wearing? Oh, my, my wedding suit. Oh. oh, my God. Um, Kevin, he is the father of my children. Yes, so he should stay home with them. This is oh, awful. Damn. Oh, my God, I have an idea. If I sit on Kevin's lap, it's one chair. <laughs> the answer is no. Hi, is this uh, Roz's brother, Richard? Yes. Hi, it's it's Dammit Maury calling from the Roz and Mocha oh, Show. How no. are you? I am all right, thanks. Awesome. Yeah, uh, I'm good. Question, are you willing to ditch your date to Roz's wedding and bring me as your date? Uh, no. Well, give it some thought. I did. It's all, it's all I thought it took. That's a flat out no. <laughs> good morning. Scott McGilvery, oh, it's no. Dammit Maury. Damn it, Maury, how are you? I am good, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Scott, super quick question for you. Are you willing to ditch your date and take me to Roz's wedding? <laughs> I don't think Sabrina's going to be too happy. She's excited for the wedding, so no. Let me ask you this then. Will you tell me where the wedding is? Will you let me know the venue? I can't remember. I uh, I, I don't. I don't. Uh, right now, uh, look at the piece of paper. Do you have the no, piece of paper? Uh, Do you have the email? You know what? This is, uh, I'm late. I'm late for the thing I'm supposed to be oh, at. brilliant. It's a good pal right there. Hello? Catherine, it's Dammit Maury of the Ross and Mocha Show. Oh, I'm Maury. How's it going? I'm good. Oh, my God. Congratulations to the wedding that's upcoming. Thank you. <laughs> I guess. Are you willing to ditch your date to the wedding and bring me instead? Uh, No. I'm hurt. Why not? Uh, because my date is Roz. Yeah, but he doesn't. Even, does he really want to even be there? He doesn't like weddings. No, he's gonna like our wedding. That's for sure. Okay, but I mean, I'm I'm like really fun when I'm drunk. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I thought that by getting you to ditch Roz and bring me was earning my way in. I mean, what part of that is earning, though? By calling you. I've worked very hard to dial your number. <laughs> okay, yeah. You worked very hard to dial her number. <laughs> I, I think what you're missing, Maury, is that um, I actually want Sabrina there. I actually want my sister-in-law there. I want Kevin there. I want the other Kevin there. And I want Sam there. And? And I, Maury... <sighs> oh, no. No. For real? And, Maury, yes, I want you there. <gasps> and I don't get, have to give a gift? Come and get your damn invite. Hey! 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 Hey!
damn invite, Look son. Look at that. Oh. Damn it, Maury worked his oh, way I'm into in, the wedding. I'm get your damn invite. No, I'm not going to hug you. So you got to earn a hug. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Oh, yeah. Big wedding coming up for Roz and uh, his Woo! fiance Catherine yes. at some point this year. Yes. Very right. excited. If you miss it on uh, yesterday's show, we were talking about how Damon Mori has to work his way into the wedding because mm-hmm. he had yet to receive an invite. And he went through all sorts of measures, hit the streets, tried to get people to sign a petition, yep. called all sorts of caterers to Everything. find out. If anyone was catering or who was catering the wedding. And I didn't do anything sneaky. Like, I didn't slip somebody a 20. No. No, you just sneakily called Roz's mom (laughs) and asked her if she would dump her date, a.k.a. her husband. Yes. Yes. That's true. To have you be the plus one. Yeah. Uh, But by the end of it, he got the invite. He did. Yeah. It's on my fridge at home. That invite has been sitting on my kitchen counter for months Months. It showed like there were stains. I, on the I know. God, don't give me. Don't even get me started. I got yelled at yesterday oh. because I didn't give. An, I didn't put it in a new envelope. Oh, really? Yeah. Not the old ball and chain. <laughs> <huh>? <laughs> well, <laughs> Catherine, Catherine hated that I didn't. That I didn't give more the invite. Really? She's like, just do it already, for God's sake. Oh uh. yeah. Oh. <laughs> She uh, hated the whole thing. So really? Damon Mori yes. finally gets the invite, takes the in, doesn't even open the invite on the show. Yeah, she thought I was a monster. Damon Mori waited till he got back to the condo to present the envelope to Damon Matthew. Yes. And he recorded the entire interaction. And you know, yeah. whenever Damon Matthew gets oh. caught off guard, he's furious. Yes. So here we go. Matthew. No, I'm doing work right now. No, I have to look at all the Emmy nominations and I need to see which ones are CTVs. So okay, no. but more important, speaking of nominations, would you like to open the envelope, please? For what? Oh, I love this writing. Is it Roz's writing or is it Catherine's writing? It's Roz's writing. It's Do you know nice what this writing. is? I like the way he does the, the M's. Do you know what this is? Not my I know what this, this is. This is better than an invite to the royal wedding. Okay, it probably is. Are you going to open it? Shouldn't you be opening this? Oh, it's just a postcard. Okay. Roz and Catherine, this is cute. (laughs) Oh, those are wildflowers. I thought they were sunflowers or daisies. I think they're wildflowers. What does it say here? Look at this. Okay, please just wear something that makes you happy. Really? Wrangler jeans. No. Wrangler (laughs) jeans make me comfortable. (laughs) I'd rather you... Go bare ass naked than bare ass naked. No, it is. no, you're not. Here's what we'll do: Wrangler jeans and no. my Tommy Mugler shirt. No, that thing looks like a smock or like a uh, what do you call it? A nurse outfit. It's fine. Oh, Wrangler jeans and soup can shirt. After 17 years together, XO. We've been together 16 years. <laughs> Great friends, tacos, barbecue, and booze. Wow. Wait, do we have to RSVP? Yes. If we're Don't going. you think it's assumed? What? No, it's never assumed. I earned this. I'm not RSVP. Okay, wow. What are you going to wear? It's got to be something that makes you happy. So, girl, you best know I'm going to be looking fly. Except I might not do a dress shirt this time. I might not do a tie because, I mean... <laughs> Wait, can I wear pajamas? You need to shave this <laughs> beard off, too. Trim <laughs> oh my it. God. Trim Damn. it. How do you feel about being invited to... There's very few people going to this. Why are we going? <laughs> well, I know why I'm going. Why are you going? I don't know why I'm going. I mean, I love these people, but, like, 
You know, me and weddings. <laughs> so, are you excited? I didn't even want to go to my own wedding. Oh, wait, what? <laughs> Damn, son. Who baked these cookies? Are you excited? Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, I'm worried about the dog. Not going to lie. Like, you know, our dog, our landy can't be home alone for more than three hours. <laughs> so who's going to do the RSVP? Do you want to do it? You can do it. Take care of something, please. Oh, wow. I think it looks like it's going to be a cool wedding. It looks like it's casual. We should walk like, in, in a hand in hand. No, I think I like the vibe already. It's like casual in a good way. None of this, like, huff and puss of, like, all this, you know, wedding Huff and puss? <laughs> I just made that up right now. My own vocabulary, darling. Yeah. We have to give a gift. Yes, what are we giving? Nothing. I have no money. <laughs> I have no money either. <laughs> My presence is a gift enough. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Your husband. Wow. First of all, what a couple of takeaways. Wow. Does not. He's like, you know what weddings do to me. Yeah. And also doesn't want to hold your own, his own husband's hand. No. Those are your only two. There's like 10 takeaways. He didn't want to go to his own wedding. <laughs> didn't want to go to his own wedding. Do you, you did you, get the, did you get the sense that as soon as Matthew got that invite, my wedding became all about damn it, Matthew? Yeah. Instantly. Right? Instantly, right? <laughs> yeah, especially Instantly. when... It's got to be something that makes you happy. So, girl, you best know I'm going to be looking fly. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Burger King in Thailand is oh. going viral right now okay. because of their new cheeseburger that they released. You might have seen this all over TikTok. I did not. <laughs> I don't. They're selling what they call the real cheeseburger. Okay. It doesn't have any meat. Oh. It just has 20 slices of cheese in between the hamburger. Then how's it a burger? I guess the burger is the, the it's not a hamburger, it's just a burger. Like a chicken burger is still a burger. Uh-huh. But then so they're calling it sandwich? the real cheeseburger. So it's the cheese is the burger. Correct. Okay. okay. So oh, what we have here and cheese. the reason why it stinks so much. Yeah, what is going on? In the Razamoka Studios is because Shem, Dammit Mori, and I yeah. have our own version of what they... Ooh. are selling at Burger King in Thailand. Smells glorious. So we have our two hamburger buns in between 20 slices of cheese. And would you and these oh, were Oh wow. It doesn't that look that is it, it kind of looks disgusting because it was warmed up in the microwave. You're not going to eat that, are you? So, all of it. All of it. Oh I was going to like take God. a bite, bro. You guys aren't going to poop for a week. Oh no, please. This oh. is <laughs> Ross, so, do you want a bite? Should no. we should no. we all take a bite at the same time? Oh my yes, Ross, count us down. Oh god. All of you at the same time. Okay. Can we pray for Shem. First? Yeah, Shem, yes. do you want to say grace? Yeah, I will. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'll uh, say the Shema. Okay. Dear Lord. Please don't let me die. Okay. Okay. Oh. okay. What was that? The schnoz? <laughs> the schnoz? <laughs> What's it called, Maury? I think yeah. it's called the schma. Oh. Sh- Shem shed the grape. Maury said the schnoz. <laughs> okay. Right, okay. Okay. okay, Shem, are you ready? Are you okay? I, I worry about you. This is heavy. Okay, pick it up. You know pick what? it up. So, 
the, it really does have imagine. some weight to it. Okay. It is very heavy. So, again, these guys are about to eat a burger that has no meat in it. It is just simply, it's the bun and the bun and 20 slices of cheese. Mm. By the way, they're yes. selling this at uh, Burger King in Thailand. Okay. It's called the Real Cheeseburger. Okay. And it retails for $3.13. Not a bad price. Okay. okay. Uh, so, gentlemen, are you ready? Yeah. Mm. Okay, yeah. here we go in three... Two, one, down big, the hatch. Big bites, by big the way, bites, guys. Big bites, mm. like a double bite, like what it's you. It's actually really do. good. Okay, Shem. <laughs> okay, chew. Can you even chew it? I'm taking three. Okay, Maury's taking three oh bites. God. What is it, Te- Mo- Moko? I'll start with you. Explain what it's like to eat a, a burger with twenty slices of cheese. It's so dry. Oh, really? It's very, very dry. I thought it was going to be more Mm-mm. melty. No. Oh God! It tastes like a. It tastes like a grilled cheese. Can you look and see? Oh my God! Look at the cheese inside of the burger. Right? Yeah. It just looks like a blob of cheese. It now, looks heavy and thick. I don't want to start sounding like Maury's doctor right now, but that's about two inches of cheese. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Shem? Oh. Can I be honest with you? Yeah. Mm. Tastes like ass, man. It's oh, really disgusting. Okay. But it's cheese, though. You like cheese? Not this. No? This, this tastes like fingers. Okay. Yeah. Go go, go. one more bite. Well, go please, one more. Yeah, I, just, yeah, barely yeah. through the first. No, I know. Just go fill it up. Fill it up. You got that big, beautiful mouth. Fill it. Yeah. Okay. All right. I hate that you said that. Yeah. Come on. It's not so good in slow mo. Fill that big, beautiful mouth. Come on. Let's go. It's hard to swallow. Okay. okay. There we go. Down the hatch. Oh, that's a big bite there. That's a man's bite. Look at that. Did you? Did you? Did you get all yours down, Mocha? <laughs> yeah. Did you? Yeah. Oh, Shem. I hate the rock. You're gonna what? I make the rock. You're gonna what? Again? <laughs> Maury's in there enjoying it like it's. Oh my God. I eat this every day. Like it's brunch. <laughs> Take a big giant bite, more. Okay. Oh. Okay, so this is the old. What is it? The real cheeseburger? It's called the real cheeseburger made that Burger King in Thailand is selling, mm. made with uh, 20 slices of cheese. And only slices of cheese. Uh-huh. Nothing else. There's no, no burger meat. No burger right meat. Right now no, it's like no. a big massive glob of cheese. Maury still sounds like Maury. Like Maury doesn't even like, this mm. is not bothering him at all. No. Zero effect. Are um, you going to finish that, more? Yes. And oh it, uh, it'll God. bother me later. Maury, you can't. Yeah, later is it like <laughs> later in the month? <laughs> <laughs> so the the fight the fight Shem, Shem hasn't even Shem is just it's just like living in his mouth now. He just, you're not even chewing anymore. I just used to swallow. Okay. <laughs> I can't. That one bite was good you know, enough for me, bro. When it's in your mouth, it's slippery. <laughs> <laughs> or in the famous words of Roz Fill that big beautiful mouth <laughs> <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast Podcast. By now you know that uh, Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen hate each other Former teammates, former champions yes, Chicago do. Bulls yes, If you do. watch the Last Dance documentary On Netflix You really really know how they feel about each other Michael Jordan's son is dating Scottie Pippen's ex-wife. Oh, my God. That's still, like, I still get the heebies when you say that. Which is super weird. Nasty behavior. Right? (laughs) Like, your kid is dating 
a guy you worked with and who you also hate. Yeah. Yeah. So recently, Michael Jordan was in Paris and he's leaving a restaurant heading to his car and paparazzi asks him about the relationship. Mm -hmm. And this clip goes viral. The reason why I bring this up is because his son and ex-co-workers, <laughs> ex-wife, who are dating, have a podcast together and talk about Michael Jordan's answer. They have a podcast together? Yes. So here is Jordan leaving the restaurant in Paris and okay. is asked. Yeah. Hey, Mr. Jordan, what do you think about Marcus and Laza Pippen together? Do you approve of it? No. You don't approve? Do you think he's going to ask her to marry him? And then he just gets in the car. He doesn't say anything, okay, right? Okay. So do you approve of the relationship? Michael Jordan says no. So he said no. Yeah, Interesting. he says no. Okay. So Larsa Pippen and Marcus Jordan on their podcast called Separation Anxiety. Oh, my God. Talked about that clip. Listen to this. It kind of felt like it went everywhere, and I was kind of, like, embarrassed. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that... Obviously, he thought of the timing. Uh, his his goal has always been to, you know, stay clear of our relationship. I think, look, at the root of it all, obviously, is my dad's relationship with your ex, Scotty. And so, you know, obviously, we never talk about that. And I don't think that my dad wanted to comment on that. There's always that narrative that the rumor that I'm dating you in some sort of way to get back at whatever was said. And so I think, you know, if my dad comes out and says, yes, he's fueling that narrative of, okay, whatever um but i think he said no just in a joking way knowing yeah. that you know how jordans play around and so i thought it was funny from the from the jump but obviously we had to talk about it and kind of iron yeah some work our through. way through that one i guess how we found out about it we were in bed and oh, man. Honestly, oh. my dad called and texted and then tmz dropped the story <laughs> and so you knew it was going to go viral right away no i didn't i i kind of felt like oh okay no one's gonna pick this up because it was like whatever <laughs> yeah but it literally went everywhere. And I was kind of like, I think people started to think that online, they were saying that I was lying, that I lied and said, you know, our parents are fine because I was doing interviews and I was literally saying like, both of our families are fine. When I would say that, I felt like I didn't embellish that. I was like, they're fine. They want us to be happy. And I would always say that our parents both want us to be happy. And if we make each other happy, then it's great. Yeah. But I do understand that it's not awkward for us to be together because it's us, but it probably is awkward for my ex and your dad. For sure. Because they, they have their own like relationship or whatever it was. Yeah. It, I wasn't a part of that. You weren't a part of that. Exactly. So I feel like for them, it probably is weird. It probably is weird for your dad. You know, yeah. and I can't be mad or like, I understand. I think the worst part of that whole clip is when he said, we found out about it oh. when we were in bed. I'm sure if you listen to that podcast, I'm sure if you listen to that podcast, they have so many stories like that, right? Mm -hmm. Like even just like like anything, like, oh my God, did you, you watch uh, And Just Like That last night? God, that show, I tell you, like we were sitting there curled up in bed. <laughs> like I just, I bet every story, just every fueling story. fueling the fire. Fueling the fire, arguing about, arguing about like how much jam you're supposed to put on uh -huh. toast, like just coupley arguments. And everything just starts off with, man, last night, we got to settle this on the podcast now because last night in bed, we were having, you know what I mean? Like everything <laughs> is last night in bed. They talk a lot about sex on that podcast. Do they? Yeah, oh God, of, of course. Like, like the 
procedural own, stuff of it? Their own really? you know, experiences, yeah. Very open about it's, it. It's uh, Marcus uh, Jordan and Larsa Pippen, by the way. <laughs> oh, my God. Marcus Jordan, the son of Michael Jordan. Yeah. Dating yeah. Larsa Pippen. Yeah. So The petty. ex-wife of Scottie Pippen. <laughs> yeah. It's petty. Damn. I, I think Michael set his son up to do it. Yeah, I Michael, so. Michael's but, petty that way, yeah, man. He's super petty. <laughs> super petty. Talk about all the bedroom stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so last night in bed. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Man, I was stuck on the DVP yesterday. It took me two hours to get home. For what? It was an accident. Ugh. At it was northbound. Yeah. I left here at two hours though. How many times did you pee? Oh, zero. Zero. What are you talking about? Oh, never mind then. I peed before I left work. And you didn't have to pee in the two-hour journey? No. Oh, my God. In a two-hour ride, how many times would you Well, no, I, I don't know, but I get nervous when I'm in traffic. Really? Yeah, I got the bottle. Oh, daddy's little helper. Yeah. It's, it's a like- big, big daddy's big helper, actually. <laughs> how big? <laughs> it's it's a big one. You know when you go to the grocery store and you can get a bottle of water, it's on the bottom shelf and it has the, the handle on it? Yeah. That one. A jug? A jug. <laughs> got daddy's big jug? Yes. Oh yeah. Is the spout wide? Yeah. What's that? Is the spout wide? Yeah, it's wide enough. Roz uh-huh. needs it, right, bro? It's, it's wide. Oh Thank, you. Hey. Thank you. Thank my you. God. Hey, we go. We go. Hey, um, hey, hey. Don't miss. No, you can't so miss. After you use yeah. daddy's giant helper. Yeah. Um, You dump or you like. No, cap it back up. It sits in the passenger seat <laughs> until I get to my destination. No, no, no. Okay. Until you get to your destination, then you dump yeah, it. Sometimes, if I remember to. Oh, my God. So you're not, so you mean to tell me, like, like on a Monday, yeah. it'll get used. Maybe you forget about it, and you got to use it again on a Tuesday. Okay. No, no, no. No, 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 no. Rarely during the week. It's only when I'm on long drives. Okay. So I'm like so driving back Saturday, from like the cottage right? or something like that. Saturday on the way to the cottage, jug yes. gets used. Yes. Right? Yeah. So that's Saturday pee. Right. You're on your way home for the cottage. Yeah. Sunday. Does Sunday's pee go on top of <laughs> okay. Saturday's okay. pee? Okay. I um rarely, 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 rarely. But I will Or would you oh not dump God. Saturday's pee before you okay. take Hold your Sunday on. pee? Do you want me to Oh, and I have an added question. When you dump, do you start a new jug? No. no. It's one jug, man. One no, but jug. you have to buy a new one? No, it's one jug. It's just you always, wash it out? Okay, sometimes I wash it out. Yeah, when I can. What were you going to so, say? So, okay. Okay. Oh, boy. Okay, boy. Shem, <laughs> you may need to turn your headphones oh, okay, off. Right. Okay. Yeah, you may need okay. to turn dip out of this conversation. Too. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Start praying. Get my Bible. Hold on. Yeah, yeah. If you could say a prayer while I tell this part of the story, Shem. I'll get my Bible ready. Okay. So, it was during the heat wave, right? When it was so incredibly hot. And I used Daddy's Juggy Helper, okay, okay? Mm. <laughs> on a Sunday when I was on my way home. Wow, right? Day too. Okay, <laughs> I used it on a yeah. Sunday. On a Sunday, he rested. Okay, <laughs> and then I did it up. I did it up, right? But I had stuff in the passenger seat, and so I threw it in the back, right? So it was in the back. And what about my life during the heat wave? Didn't do a lot of driving. Wasn't in the car all that often. And then the following weekend, I was driving. Oh, no. And I realized that I had to go, and I had to go immediately, right? Uh, So I grabbed Daddy's Juggy Helper, thinking it was empty, 
okay? But I opened it and the gases that had built up in 50 degree weather, okay, (laughs) filled the car. That's so gross. Filled the car. Yeah, of course it was. Filled the car. Of course. Okay? Yeah. But because it had been in the back, uh-huh. I had to use it. Yeah. But because it had been in the back, bouncing around, it's not like it sat there with the pee on the bottom and then the top was all clean. Like when I grabbed the jug, it was like upside down and everything else, it right? Was rolling. So it was rolling. So the whole inside. Oh. Okay. Okay. Okay, so the whole inside, yeah, wet, right? Oh. Wet, wet, and I, and I, and I only noticed after, like, uh, like you as, didn't notice, no, that. as I was, I was as it was happening, out. as it was happening, as it was happening, yeah, is uh, is is when I is when I Why noticed. Why are you like putting detergent or spray some cologne in there? I just no, I didn't realize. I just com- I completely forgot to dump it. Right, no, like, like I just I just forgot. Right before you right before you peed, why didn't you dump it? I was driving. I'm on the highway. So I use the jug because I can brace the jug in between the steering wheel and my seat. But do you have to lean forward? No. Hey. No. <laughs> no, I just sit normal. Hey. Reclined. Yeah. Like I just I just sit normal. Like they bend, Maury. I don't know if you know this. <laughs> Right, Damn, man. You can go all sorts of different ways. Um, but you, had, you obviously got rid of that jug. Um, yes, I got rid of that. I'm on a new jug. Okay. I'm on a new jug now. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Jolene, hello. It's Roz and Mocha. Hey, Roz and Mocha. How are you? Good, Jolene. Jolene. Uh, you're named <laughs> after that Dolly Parton song, right? Always, always after that song. No, uh, I'm not named after that song at Jolene all. Jolene is a massive Razamoka fan. You text into the show every single day. And the past couple of days, not only uh, has your husband been texting into us, but your brother as well. A lot of people texting in. Well, then, I was going to say, I think you mean sister, though. My sister, Jenny? Oh, maybe it was your sister then. Okay. But a lot of people are trying to get us to call you. And then and then you had to take matters into your own hand. I did. I, I kind of realized that I made a mistake and saying that it was the only thing that I wanted for my birthday. And that um, <laughs> if it didn't happen, there would be no peace in my household at all today. Wow. Uh, so I might have uh, Instagram messaged Roz last night wow. and yeah. uh, then messaged Maury this morning, too, yeah. just to be on the safe side. Yeah. Okay, so explain explain to, uh, uh, yes, yes, I'm going to cut for that, Maury. Yes, 100%. Yes. Uh, okay, so why is this so, Im- why was this so important to you to have? on your uh, on your birthday and why would it have destroyed the household had it not happened uh just because i think everyone would have known how let down i would have been because you guys have no idea how much you mean to me i have been listening since day one roz your daughter roxy and my daughter rachel are almost the exact same age i was pregnant with rachel the exact same time that Catherine was pregnant with roxy they you know everything that you guys have talked about i've listened all through these years, but I didn't really text because I was kind of shy. And then just recently I kind of had enough and I'm like, I've listened to you guys for 15 years and I feel like I know you and I want to start taking part. And so I did hell of a story and I've done a slow-mo and, you know, had a LCBO story where my husband was recognized right away when he walked in there. And so I just keep texting you guys and you put a smile on my face 
every single day. Aww. You have no idea how much you mean to me. Oh, you have no idea what those words mean to us, Jolene. Oh, well, thank you for calling me. You have you've made my entire day so much oh, better. Man, Aww. we didn't even say, yeah, yo, Jolene, happy birthday. Yeah, I know, true. Yeah, happy <laughs> birthday. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You know what? Though singing the song made it even better, so that's you. That's perfect. Okay. Um. Uh. So, uh, is there anything we can do for you for your birthday? Like, is there? I, I mean, I know you're on the show and you got your phone call, but like, is there anything we can do for you? Definitely, I would love a game of five and seven. It is my favorite game ever. Uh, what do you like about five and seven? Um, pretty much just watching Maury fail and wheeze on, you know, well, listening to you, not watching, Same. but uh, yeah, like just listening to Maury struggle and wheeze and, uh, you know, just try and live through the game. That, pretty much. that is, I think, all, all of our favorite parts of Matthew five and gets seven. that 24 seven. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God. And then when Dammit Matthew's on the show, that just, it's, you know, the entire, like the hockey games and all of that, it's the best. Uh, Jolene. Uh, Jolene, you are a super fan. You have no idea how much we appreciate your support, uh, how much we appreciate getting a chance to to see your text coming in every single day, and more importantly, getting to, to celebrate your birthday with you today. Thank you so much, Mocha. I love you guys, and you have no idea. This has just made my birthday the best ever. Can uh, I tell her a thank joke? Thank you so much. Do you want, to, you want me to tell you a joke for your birthday? I can just about imagine oh, what it might be, but wait, go wait, ahead, wait, wait, before you do that, I have a joke for you. Uh, what goes up no, but you know. never goes down? Jolene. Come on, man. Um, maybe your age could hey. it be? Yeah. Okay. Maury, go ahead. Okay. What goes up but never goes down? Uh-huh. I have no idea. What is it, Maury? Your age. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's amazing. <laughs> Jolene, before we let you go, between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Roz. Uh-huh. And I'm not giving you a reason. You Thanks. asked me before, and I'm not doing <laughs> it. Thank you, Jolene. Thank you. Much appreciated, All right, love. Five and seven just for <laughs> you. Just a few minutes away. Love you, Jolene. Happy birthday. <laughs> love you, too. Thank you, guys. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. About that time, baby. This is Five in Seven. Uh, welcome to Five and Seven. Everybody's favorite game, a Roz and Mocha original. Easiest game that we've ever done. Yes. We will ask Dammit Maury to name five things. Maury has five, uh, seven seconds to name those five things. Uh, Mocha will be the official judge and timekeeper. Feel free to play along at home or in your car. If you need both hands, go for it. We trust you. <laughs> Maury, are you ready? Always. Can I just mention real quick? That I'm scared? Yes. No. Yes. But anytime Dammit Maury gets a answer wrong, you hear this. Loser. If he gets one right, you hear this. Winner. I've never heard that. We have never in the history of 5 and 7 played this. Winner. (laughs) Damn it, Maury. Aside from English, name five European languages. British. Um, European. Israeli. Or the Hebrew. Uh, Russian. <laughs> Sorry, what? Keep going. I'm trying keep to going. picture. Keep going. Here, I'm trying to picture. Well, not here. I'm trying to picture over there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Keep going. Um, Brazilian. Nope. That's on this side. <laughs> Literally, you could have said any language, like any any languages. Polish, Portuguese. No, I guess yeah. That's German. Yeah. French. Hungarian. There's so many. There's so many Are Dutch. They, and they're all in Europe. Yes. Oh, specifically <laughs> thinking about in Europe. Yes. That, that was the question. I know. Damn it, Maury. <laughs> Aside from shoes, name five things you wear on your feet. Socks, sandals. On your feet. Cream. 
Um, where are my feet? <gasps> Loser. Booties. Hold on, did you say cream? Cream? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you wear cream on your feet? Yo, yeah, at night in my rubber I socks. I would have given you socks, uh, slippers, sandals, flippers I would have given Booties. you. Booties? I mean, when they deliver sure, the couch, sure, sure, yeah. How many okay. couches are you getting delivered to the couch? Yes. <laughs> kind of money you got? <laughs> uh, damn it, Maury! Name five things that go up and down. Yo-yo, trampoline. Um, uh, what do you call that thing? Tra- uh, um, the thing that go- did you sit on the? Oh, okay. Uh, um, loser. <laughs> the what? Okay, first you're of on all, one side, the other person on the other side. A you- seesaw. Yes. So first of all, trampolines don't go up and down. People <laughs> go up and down on trampolines. You go up and down on yeah. Uh, would have given you an elevator. I would have even given you the sun if you said that. Escalator. Yeah, roller coaster. Yeah, for sure. My all mood. Of, all of those things. <laughs> uh, damn it, Maury. Yeah. Name five things that usually require two hands to do. <laughs> okay, eating chicken, eating a burger, uh, eating a sandwich, <laughs> um, cutting steak. Oh, man. Uh, Driving. Uh, okay. Uh, Maury <laughs> would have given you opening a jar, yeah, sewing, so, <laughs> uh, using a rolling pan I would have given you, washing dishes I would have given you, tying your shoes I would have given you. Making Eating the ba- a sandwich. <laughs> Is not something that usually requires two hands. Uh, Lifting somebody. Sure, sure. But again, didn't get it in time. uh, Oh, cleaning yourself. (laughs) How dirty are you? (laughs) Like, usually you have to, well, I guess you lift one hand and then use the other. So you're not really using two hands because you have to lift one. What do you clean with two hands? Show us what you clean with two hands. Well, like sometimes, my hair... Okay. Uh, and what else? Yeah. And my, what else? Uh, my like boobajerry. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Your chest. Your chest. But you could use one, right? I mean, you you, you could, could but I kind of do. Like you kind of sort of go back and forth. And you dance like that? <laughs> the way you're dancing right now? Oh, and down below. Okay. You have to lift and then clean. <laughs> lift. You mean nudge? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because <laughs> it says what it sounds like. That's it. Done. All right, y'all, one more, one more, one more. One more, please. Uh, Maury, name five words that rhyme with pickle. Okay, ickle, um, sickle, um, pickle, ickle, sickle, um, dickle, um, uh, pickle, ickle, sickle, dickle. Loser. <laughs> it's a law, I think. Uh, dickle is a word. Uh-huh. Sickle, as we know. Uh, fickle, Maury. Yeah. Uh, what about tickle, Maury? I was getting there. Uh, no, you no, weren't. You weren't. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, also, nickel, sickle, also nickel. Nickel. Hold on. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is how you play five in seven. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I was up too late last night. What's late? Like how late? What time? 1120. What? I was, I was watching Silo. You ever seen this show? Is it good? Oh my God. Tell me what it's about. Cause I know it's on Apple. Apple. It's so good. And I see the episode, banner all the time. Episode three might've been one of the most stressful hours of television I've seen in a very, very I haven't long even time. watched a trailer. Tell me what it's about. So it's about 10,000 people uh-huh. in what appears to be the future. Mm-hmm. 
who live in a giant, like, 200-floor silo. And okay. they can't they can't leave because the world outside is a dangerous place. And if you leave, you die. Is, is, oh. is the is the the, the theory? But um, but inside, there's a mayor, there's a sheriff, there's a, a like the, there's a world because it's been this way for a long time. And oh, Tim Robbins is in this. Yeah, Tim Robbins is in it. Common. Yeah. God, Common's badass in it, man. Oh, I don't know how to say. I like this guy. I don't know how to say. Rashida his name. Uh, Rashida Jones is in it. Um, David. Oh, Oy- yellow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's great. Like he's great in it. Um, but uh, but man, I am just so. I think I watched like four episodes last night or three episodes last Was night. You and Catherine and Roxy. And- What's wrong? Oh, I guess summer yeah. vacation. Whatever. <laughs> she doesn't care, dude. <laughs> no time restrictions on summer no, vacation. No. Am I? Has anybody else watched this? Have you watched mm. this show? I watched the first two episodes. You watched the first yeah, two. Yeah. Uh, fantastic. And I'm not really like a a sci-fi guy. But like I don't really care about that. But it's not really about it's the sci-fi. Not, exactly. Because yeah. it, it's very not even at all sci-fi. Like it's low. Like it's it's uh it's, it's, it's almost right. primitive <laughs> yeah, in yeah. a way right like it's not it's not sci-fi is it like drama is it action is it a both. little bit of everything yeah like, both suspense yeah both oh okay. it's 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 drama sci-fi action murder mystery and oh yeah like it's awesome like the show is crazy crazy good I am so obsessed with this guys, show honestly like y'all talk about all these tv shows and stuff yeah. I just can't keep up I really, really can't. No. It took me like forever just to watch the American Gladiator documentary. Yeah. Oh, was that, that not awesome? That was great. <laughs> so much in that documentary. Like, yeah. I obviously I remember the show and I watch episodes. Yeah. But like to the extent of how some of these episodes, like some of the games that they played, like I don't remember. Oh, you don't? No. Oh, yeah. I remember yeah, yeah. Joust and I remember, um, what was it slam ball or something like that? Yeah, whatever it was. Do you do you don't remember where they shot the tennis balls with the that air gun I, at people? I kind of remember. Yeah, and then there's certain things where I think I remember, but maybe the giant metal balls where they they were inside them, like the hamster balls, and then they had to get yeah. them on the little platforms and sort stuff of. like that. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah, I plowed through uh, American Gladiators. So Silo's your show now. Yeah, Silo. That's the one. That's the, I haven't been this into a show in a very long time. Really? Like a very long time. Yeah, yeah. I even, I, the new episode of Hijack came out last night, and, and I didn't even watch that. I, I, watched another, that I watched another Silo. Yeah. That's good, yeah. right? It's weird. So on Apple, they're now releasing episodes of shows, I believe on Tuesdays now, Whereas before, it used to be like a Wednesday, Wednesday or a Friday. Yeah. Right? It seems like all the streaming services but it's kind still, of moved away but, but from it's, Fridays. It's, but it's weird because it still says Wednesday. Like if you, really, if you if you click on Apple, like on Hijack, it says new episode coming Wednesday, but uh-huh. they actually drop it Tuesday. Tuesday night, actually. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah like Tuesday That's evening. So weird. Yeah, it's super weird. It's super weird. Because Jenna and I watch, um, what's that show? Uh, Platonic on Apple mm. with Rose Byrne and Seth yeah, Rogen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. yeah. We like it. It's funny. I like the two of them together. Sure. They're, they're hilarious together. And those episodes are supposed to come out on Wednesdays, but we've noticed like the past two weeks they've been out on Tuesday. Tuesdays. Yep. Yeah, that's what they do. So it's Silo's uh, but, the new but show. But huh? si- Silo and Hijack were flipping back and forth between. And <sighs> it's too stressful. It's so, <laughs> but lot. like, oh my God. Silo is the show, though. Yeah. It's so good. And today yeah. you're ex- extra tired. Bro, I got three episodes left. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Man, Beyonce had the world going nuts. 
two and a half hour performance each night, kicking off the North American leg of her Renaissance tour in Toronto at Scotiabank Arena, both Saturday and Sunday night. <clears throat> Say that again. A motor keg yesterday. You did? Yeah, police escort and four SUVs. Come on, really, huh? You have yeah. to for Beyonce. Are you kidding yeah. me? Oh, that's how you do it. Are you kidding yeah. me? You have to. People yeah. were going nuts. New York Times did a just released a massive article on how great the show was and the costumes and the set design and, of course, Beyonce's dancing. Um, and, of course, everyone inside the venue tweeting and TikToking and going on IG Live. Anymore? I know you were out there talking to fans, but... No, I did not go inside. Okay. <laughs> did you see any of the concert goers, though? Like oh, my the, God, are you kidding the, me? The outfits, obviously. I loved how everyone got dressed up for this, yeah. including my friend Ty, who flew in from L.A., was, like, wearing the silver dress. What do people dress up like? Like, when you say that you like to see people dressed up, what do they dress up oh as? Like, fancy, you mean? Like, fancy dress? Like, over-the-top, kind of Beyonce-esque with like silver really? outfits and gloves and fans. Oh, damn. Yeah. Damn. Uh, New York Times writes this. It was a crowd that had come to dance dressed for a rodeo yes. in the distant future. Sparkling cowboy ads. Woo! Silvery fringe sunglasses. Woo! I like that. That's my kind of style right there. Why not? Future rodeo. Party. Everyone's singing too. It's a long show. Two and a half hours. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess listen. that's the standard. Isn't Taylor doing stuff like something like that too well, on her show? Isn't that a long hit show the too? Stage yeah. at like nine fifteen, and it ends at eleven. Wow. Yeah, because uh, and what you'll hear from one of the uh, the concert goers is that at one point in the show, she goes through some of like she sings songs from other artists who have inspired her. Gotcha. Right. I like when people do that. Uh, she does Madonna in Vogue. Oh, does she really? Yeah. Oh, that's great. Uh, so David Morey hanging out outside the uh, venue last night talking to uh, Beyonce fans. Oh my gosh, it was so hot. She played all her old socks hot. and her new stuff from Renaissance. Like, it was just super lit. Like, I had the best time ever. Like, <laughs> um, it was, like, more like a, a spiritual experience. Like, I've, I've been a fan of Beyonce all my life. Like, she's been around basically all my life. So, like, this was literally just a like, spiritual experience for me, honestly. Like, I'm just so <laughs> glad I came, honestly. <laughs> what did this concert do for your life? This concert actually made my life. Beyonce was such a vision. She was <laughs> a presence, a moment, wow. and wow. everything for me. So okay. I appreciate her so much. First time I got to see Beyonce, that was amazing. We're from the Bahamas. We loved the show. It was excellent, tremendous, awesome. The show was everything. Awesome. Like everything. across the, the floor. floor. Like, it just snatched, period. The show is absolutely fantastic. She knows how to put on a f***ing show for her fans. All right, what did that show do for your life? It gave me life. That's what it did. I feel amazing. Go Beyonce, woo! What'd you think of the show? I loved it. It was my first console. Yeah, and what was your favorite song? Uh, all of them. First of all, you look fabulous. What'd you think of the show? What was it serving for you? It served everything. It was phenomenal. She did it. So there were some songs that, like, I, I've seen Beyonce, gosh, four or five times now, but there were some songs I'd never seen her perform before. So, like, in the beginning of the show when she was doing just other songs from other artists, I always appreciate that because she, she gives a nod to other artists. And even though she is one of the 
best performers of our time. The fact that she recognizes Mary J, Tina Turner, all these other phenomenal artists that came before her, that always stands out to me for Beyonce. The show was amazing. It was the best concert I've ever been to in my life. Production was just out of this planet. Like, honestly, just like, I don't know, I just felt like I was watching a moment in history or something. Did she serve? Absolutely serve 10, 10, 10 across the board. Uh, mother gave, gave, gave everything yes. and left no crumbs. It was absolutely amazing, breathtaking, like otherworldly. Like it was insane. She was glowing. She was a vibe. Like, yeah, it was just amazing. Yeah. Gr- grateful to be here. What did the show do for your life? Um, Forever changed. Like that's how I'm supposed to be living. Because I'm also that girl. Tip, tip, tip on hardwood floors. Ten, ten, tens across the board. Give me face, 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 y'all. Face card never decons. My God. Eat it, eat it, eat it, eat it, eat it. Mm, yummy, 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 eat it. Hey! Wow. Beyonce. Wow. Yes. Serving up the fans. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Going on? God, today, yesterday felt so much like a Friday. My head was spinning. I didn't even know what to do. So I'm prepared for today. Oh. At what point did you realize it was Thursday yesterday? Uh, no, I realized it. I was just like, God, like I was just living like, my life. I was Friday. Yeah, I was living my life like it was Friday. Yeah, I hear you. And I had a drink way too early. Oh, like what's early? I don't know, like three o'clock or something like that. Oh, that's not early. Yeah, I know. I thought you meant like ten thirty. No. Oh no, I had one of those. Would you no, have a mimosa? <laughs> Oh. <laughs> a mimosa, like what? Hold on, wait, wait, like, wait. But you just said no, I had a drink. I'm white. joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. So you did or you did not? At no, I did not. I did not. Oh. I did not. I had too much going on yesterday. Oh, okay. You could uh, drink and work. Yeah, no judgment if you did. No, I listen. Believe me. Do I look like I, I care about being judged? <laughs> um, <laughs> not for years. Uh, no, 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 no. Like sometimes I, sometimes I will because sometimes I will. Like I find that if I just like I don't know, like crush a can of something, yeah. and then go have a nap, it's like a glorious nap. It's really great. And then I wake up and I just don't have anything for a while. But, uh, but yeah, sometimes no, I, I like, sometimes I like that. Like sometimes I like just one, right? Like sometimes uh-huh. I like just one, I drink it fast and then I, I get like a little buzz and then I just like, I cruise no, the morning or have a nap or I get too sleepy. Yeah. If I've been a couple of times where like Jenna and I would go out for lunch yeah, and I would have a drink, yeah. not like a beer. I'm talking like, like a, a drink. Like an old fashioned. Oh, like geez. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Right? Yeah. Like a clock. This is like before the meal. And then you eat a heavy oh, meal. At lunch? At lunch? Yeah. No, no, no. The rest no. of the day is no. destroyed. Yeah. Your body's like bedtime now. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Especially if I have work to do. Like if I got long work to do and stuff like that, I always make the mistake of having a drink first. I'm oh. like, oh, I'm just like, oh, let me let me crush one. And then I'm out there and I'm like, I'm so sluggish. I can't. I'm just like dying. Yeah. Like when the drinking starts, the work stops. That's yeah. like, that's, that's, that's the way my body works. I already works. know what I'm drinking on Monday. I'm visiting a friend and she showed me the can of what I'm having. What are you having? It's a can of Cutwater Tequila Margarita, 12%. 12 percent and and, i think that this was a round of applause quite frankly (laughs) so she posted this i shared it in people message going that stuff is deadly what is it and she got me a golden girls cup to pour it in so it's uh, tequila margarita by something called cut water and apparently it's deadly and i'm planning on having two Planning on. <laughs> oh, right. you can have, you can have she, one sip and fall on your She face. put in the itinerary that we're going to be in a hot tub for six hours. Hold on. Here. I know. It's so weird. <laughs> Maury's going to see a friend next week and uh, she sent him an itinerary and, and he just showed it to me. Like the itinerary is like literally hot tub for six hours. 
<laughs> I would I would die if I was in a hot tub for six hours. With my cut water margarita? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so cut water margarita. Hold on here. Yeah, I've, oh, I've seen these. I've seen these things. Yeah? Yeah. It's 12, 12% a lot, right? 12, nah. It's 12.5. Nah, that's nothing. Because the stuff Mocha drinks is like 40%. Yeah, yeah but that's why is, this, oh, Maury, Maury, you're, Maury. it's easy, easy stuff. You could chug one and be A-OK. <laughs> I'm bringing my microphone. This is going to be good. <laughs> Put it this way, more like, uh, like a can, like a can of cider kind of thing, like what I drink. It's like 5%. It's like 5%. Yeah. yeah. I even sometimes go for the 4.5%. Oh, you rebel. Oh, you win. <laughs> I'm drinking 12%. You go for it, man. And also, Maury, here's the thing I worry, right? Is I worry that you're going to be drinking a can of tequila that's 12.5% and in the itinerary, it's six hours in a hot tub. Like, you better wear, like, floaties on your arms. <laughs> Water wings. <laughs> like, yeah, man. Like, I, I'm worried more. Now I'm worried. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really worried. Yeah, Ross got to babysit you. <laughs> like, that is that is not a good combo, man. Oh, not I can't a, wait. Not a good combo. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I have another AI generated song to play for you. Oh, so we already know that the uh, AI music, especially this year, has like been blowing up. Right? Yeah. We already got the the Bad Bunny and Rihanna. Yep. Which sounds like Bad Bunny and Rihanna. Yes, it does. You know, we got the Weekend and Drake, and it sounds like Weekend and Drake. Mm -hmm. We got Drake singing um, a bubbly song by Colby Calais. Frank Sinatra. Thank you for saying that, David Mori. The Frank Sinatra, Lil John Get Low remix is the AI kind of like the bar has been set for unconventional, like you would never in a million years think you would hear this voice with this song, right? This is like probably the it's, best one. It's maximizing the tech. Right. Yes. To the window, to the wall, until the sweat drops down my <laughs> until all you crawl. Oh, skeet, skeet, goddamn. So good. Okay. So good. So, like, I still can't believe it. So we have another one. Okay. In that same neighborhood of Frank Sinatra singing Lil John. Okay. Is it Dean Martin? No. Here is the original that we all know and love. Yeah. That is a classic. Yes. I like big butts and I cannot lie. Oh, damn. Okay. Okay. So now that you have it in your mind, you get sprung. Okay. Okay. Yes. Love so it. the AI version of this oh, no. is yeah. Baby Got Back yeah. by Elvis Presley. Oh my God. You are the brothers I can't deny. That when the girl walks in with the itty bitty weight stand around painting in your face, you get sprung. The way you get strong. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Come to the tune on. of Don't Be Cruel. Come on. Come on. The account, there I ruined it, are the creators of this one. Elvis singing Sir Mix-a-Lot, Baby Got Back. Oh, well, I take butts and I cannot lie. 
You are the brothers I can't deny And when a girl walks in with the itty bitty waist And a round penny in your face You get sprung Oh, when you get sprung that's incredible. That's incredible. I want to hear the whole thing now. Is there more? I mean, no, that's it. That's all they released? Yes, all ah. they uploaded. Yeah. Damn. Like that, that 18 is, seconds right there, I'm sure it took them like forever to, to generate the exact, that this precise voice with the inflection and Dude, everything. Dude, I've watched right? people do this. Yeah. They do it in 10 minutes. Oh. So why not give us a whole song, guys? Come yeah, on. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, and, and it may have taken longer because what it relies on, the, the, why these things are great uh-huh. is that the person who's singing it is really good. Okay, gotcha. Right? So the, the the there's a human being, a nether voice that sings this. So they get the Elvis backing track mm-hmm. and then the producer of the song sings it. Right. Mm -hmm. So he sings it with the inflection and everything. And then he replaces his voice with with the Elvis's. I thought they just type out what they need. No, no, no. So that's why some of these are better than others. Right. So the really, really good ones are actually done by really, really good singers and producers. So what's better than Elvis? Baby got back. Well, I take lots and I cannot lie. You are the brothers, I can't deny That when a girl walks in with the itty bitty waist And a round penny in your face You get sprung I'm singing already okay. You get sprung It's so good Or, okay. or yeah. is Frank Sinatra still Frank Sinatra still the bar Okay, hold on here Let's go To the window, to the wall so Until yeah. the slip drops down my until all you I think this I'm, one I'm still Sinatra You know why? Because of the swearing Yes, <laughs> yes. I think I, No, for me it's the skeet skeet Yeah, I, I think that But also the it, like It is indistinguishable Between this AI And Frank Sinatra's voice And I think that What makes it crazy Is that like There's no It's not like there's New Frank Sinatra Sure Like you built the model Off like songs That are not Where you can't just Find the vocal track Or you uh-huh. can't just Like with a lot of Modern stuff, right? Totally God, but there we go. So a new freaky. AI song, I'm, I'm, Elvis. I love, this is the kind of AI that I love. <laughs> yeah. It's not taking away anybody's job. No, no, no. Right? Nobody's expecting you to believe that it's them. Right. Right? Like, there's no controversy around it. It's just, like, it's fun. just awesome. And it's fun. It's Elvis. <laughs> Baby got back. Oh, well, I take butts and I cannot lie. You are the brothers I can't deny it. And when a girl walks in with the itty bitty waist and a round penny in your face, you get sprung. Oh, when you get sprung. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Nicki Minaj is mad. Oh, why is that? I don't know, like, how mad, mad. Nicki Minaj, man. It's a beautiful day today. Why you gotta be so mad? Wow. Uh,. There is a show. There's different variations of the show mm-hmm. across the U.S. or across the world, really, called Neighbors at War, reality-based, right? Gotcha. Just basically telling stories of one neighbor having a problem with the next, and then they do, like, a reenactment of 
the war that's taking place, whatever. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. there is a spoof of that show called Deep Fake Neighbor, Neighbor Wars, where they use celebrity likeliness. Gotcha. Right? So they'll actually have actors and actresses play out the scene, but the faces are of like oh, Idris Elba, Kim Kardashian, um, Conor McGregor, Cardi B. And the latest episode that aired yesterday featured, quote-unquote, Nicki Minaj and Tom Holland (laughs) as a married couple who just got back from their honeymoon. Oh, no. Right? Yeah. Warring with their neighbor, Mark Zuckerberg. (laughs) So, Nicki, I have the clip here. I'm going to play it for you, okay? Nicki tweeted, help. What in the AI shape-shifting cloning conspiracy theory is this? I hope the I hope the whole internet gets deleted. And this is the clip. We had just got back from our honeymoon. A homecoming. Tom drops his bags, and then I started following right behind him like this. The first thing I noticed was this horrible sort of boiled egg smell. We started entering into the house to find out what that smell was. And then I saw him and I started to scream. And he was spread out like this. And she's acting how he was laying on the couch. Nikki and Tom were shocked to discover that the intruder was in fact their next-door neighbor, Mark Zuckerberg, who had somehow found his way into their home. It was so strange. I'd not said more than hi or hello to this bloke. Now he's on my bloody sofa. I was shaking and trying to wake him up. Come on, mate! 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 Wake up! Hello! Come on, mate! Mate! And when he woke up, he didn't even apologize. He just walked off like this. <laughs> like he was being beamed up into a starship. Our spidey senses was tingling about him, weren't they? Yeah. I mean, I just thought he was pissed. I just thought he'd have a shower, sleep it off, and we'd return to our routine highs and hellos. But there was nothing routine about what happened next. As neighbor Mark's actions became even stranger. Wow. And the AI that they have for Nicki Minaj, uh, Tom Holland, and Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. Like it really it does. So, like the deep fake yeah. really, really does look like so them. So it's a look like them, but the voices are other. Like it's not AI voices. Uh, it's it, might be, it might be. Voices. But that, whoever did that voice for Nicki Minaj is amazing. There's a new so show. Good. Have you seen this new show on Netflix? It's not, a, it's not in English, it's dubbed. But it is one, like one of those dating shows where couples go on and they... It's a reality show? It, yes. And then they split off, right? I guess it's like couples at like a breaking point or whatever it is. Yeah. And, then they, and then they split off. And then so the, um, the, the preview is, is a guy watching his girl in a pool making out with another guy, right? Uh-huh. But the, the hook of the show is... When they show you the video of what your partner is doing, you don't know if it's them actually doing it or if it's AI what? of them making out with somebody. It's called deep fake love. I know. Thank that. you. Know deep fake about. love. Oh, Thank you. It's like, it's like no. Temptation <laughs> Island. Damn. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. You Danny, hello, it's Roz and Mocha. Hi, Roz. Hi, Mocha. How are you? I am stressed. Why? Um... 
pretty much my wedding is in a couple days and one of our groomsmen, his girlfriend sent me a message and asked me um, if I can send her a picture of what my bridesmaids are going to wear because her boyfriend wants her to match him. I was taken aback by that and I sent my groomsman a message and told him, listen, um, I think you're out of line for asking her to wear a dress that's very similar to my bridesmaids because we only have two groomsmen and two bridesmaids and that would mess up the flow of everything. And come to find out that that was wrong and um, he didn't feel that way, but he was really upset by my messages and now his girlfriend is saying she's not going to come to my wedding events and he's saying he doesn't think that he can come either. So she was trying to match him, not trying to weasel her way in or give the impression that she's a bridesmaid. She just wanted to match her date. Right. Okay. And it just so happens it's the same color as a bridesmaid's dresses. Yeah. So is your concern that people, like other guests, are going to think that she's a part of the wedding party? That's my concern. Because why, why is that a concern? Because it's a specific color that the bridesmaids are wearing, and she asked for a picture. But why and is that a concern? It's a concern because she also is, like, really close to us, but at the same time, I never asked her to be a bridesmaid, and... Um, I feel like there should have been a conversation first about You're like no, what colors were appropriate. I, you, Danny, you, Danny, you, Danny, you're not answering the question. Why is it a concern? Because she's not a bridesmaid. You have a problem with somebody showing up in bridesmaids colors if they're not a bridesmaid. Correct. How many people are going to be at the wedding? 250. Okay. okay. She's going to get lost in the mix. No one's going to notice. No one's going to put two and two together. I don't think you should let this ruin your day. On the flip side, if they feel so offended by this conversation, they don't want to be at the at the wedding, I would just like cut ties. Cool. No problem. See ya. No, I think you're being wildly unreasonable. I think, I think you're, I think on both sides, you're wrong with this situation. I don't. There's a right and a wrong. You're wrong. Okay. You've gone, you've gone way too far into this wedding world way too far like you are so far from being a rational person right now that you don't even understand why you're saying the things you're saying well all i said was that i didn't want her to match the bridesmaids that's it but you're not answering the question why is it a problem if she matches the bridesmaids if she shows up in the same color because we have two and two on both sides and i wouldn't want it to be three and two and that's no no she's not standing up there with you She's going to be sitting with everybody else. Why is it a problem to you if she shows up wearing a color similar to the bridesmaids? Because she hasn't been with him for that long. And I feel like there should be some sort of respect thing there because we've been friends for so long. So I feel like there should have been like a conversation. Do you like this woman? I do. I even got a corsage for her for the for the reception and because she meant so much to us. You are worried. Hold on, you're treating her as a bridesmaid then. No, no, I never asked her to be a bridesmaid. My bridesmaids okay. have their own dresses and their own uh, bouquets. Okay. But I want her to feel included because she has come to all of our meetings and stuff like that. And Your bridesmaids meetings? Yeah, like our, our, our kind of like our family wedding meetings. Okay. Okay, so you're treating her like a bridesmaid without having her be a bridesmaid. That's wrong too. She hasn't been with him for that long. Okay, like so, probably so- so so why are you so this comes down to the fact that you have a friend who has a girlfriend who you don't think that they've been together long enough for her to be able to wear a specific color to your wedding? Yes. That is crazy. Okay. Now, 
when it comes to weddings and drama, is this something that you are willing to throw a friendship away that you've had with this guy for 10 years? No. And I told him that my choice of words were wrong and I do apologize for it. And that's when he said, cool. Can she wear the dress? And you said, no, he, okay. said he was still stuck on what I said and he's still yeah. upset about it. Yeah, I would, I would be, I would be too, because you're being weird and irrational and you sound like somebody who's willing to throw away a 10 year friendship over the color of a dress. What if this girl said, okay, cool. I won't wear that color, but I'm going to wear a white dress. Actually, he did say that I stopped her from wearing white. Um, (laughs) even though I'm wearing a white dress. Uh Okay. Yeah. I I think that you are far too willing to throw away a friendship over the color of a dress. I'm not because, because you don't think they've been together long enough. You're very, you're, you're like, I understand like, like weddings are stressful and stuff like this, but you're like, not just gatekeeping, like you're gatekeeping all over the place, which is fine because you're the bride. But I think that you need a little rationality in your attitude. I understand. And I told him, I'm sorry. And I told him like, I value our friendship and I don't want this to, to get in the way of that. Sounds um, like it already did though. Yeah. Cause he doesn't want to go to the wedding now. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I would just say, hey, listen, uh, I'm sorry. Just wear whatever makes you happy. Well, at this point, they, she doesn't. She said that she's not coming. Okay. He said that. Listen, nobody wants to go to a place where they're not wanted, and that's how you've made them feel. That's true. It's a problem solved. You need to focus on you and the wedding and go and have your day the best way you can. And you got to put this behind you. You're right. Yeah. Okay. All right, you, Danny. All right. All right, Thanks. love. Aren't weddings fun? <laughs> <laughs> love you, girl. Take care. Thanks. Bras and Mocha's Fix My Life on Kiss. Have you watched The Outlaws yet on Netflix? No. That's pretty funny. It's on my man. list. I know. It's pretty I funny. I know. I love everyone in it. Uh, Adam Devine, Nina Dobrev, Ella, Ellen Barkin, and uh, Pierce Brosnan. Ellen Barkin coming back, huh? Yeah. She's, she's dynamite. Great. God. Ellen Barkin has done some. She's been vicious in things that she's done, man. Do you remember her character in Modern Family? She was the other real estate agent. Yes. That, like, had it in for Phil. Yes. <laughs> they would always battle. Yes. <laughs> no, Ellen Barkin is like, she was next level, like, bombshell. Like, she just had this thing. She had, a like, her eyes and her face and the way she spoke. She was so unique in, in her sort of class of actors when she was at her peak. I love Ellen Barkin. So, in this movie, Adam Devine and Nina Dobrev are engaged. Okay. And Yay, congrats. Adam Devine <laughs> had never met <laughs> Nina Dobrev's parents. Oh, it's one of these? Yeah. Okay. And the parents were like off, you know, traveling the world and like doing all sorts of humanitarian work. Yeah. Pierce Brosnan and uh, Alan Barkin are the parents. And then all of a sudden they announce that they're able to come back and visit and be a part of the wedding, which is a big Perfect. shock to everyone. And uh, Adam Devine's character is a bank manager, and his bank gets robbed, and he suspects it's his new in-laws. Oh, This wow. isn't a spoiler. It's all in the, in the okay. trailer. Okay. Spoiler alert. Okay. You deserve something better than that pasty little goober. Dad, just give him a chance. Well, what does a bank manager do? I manage all the security. It's the best. Let's just pray we have a nice, chill day. I think your parents are on my bank. You can't be serious. They knew the voice activation code to get in the vault, which I'm pretty sure I told your mom about when I was wasted. He left me wrong. 
horses by the stairs. Thank you for your cooperation, Owen. Wow. <laughs> so it's actually a really funny movie. Okay. okay. Uh, so David Morey had a chance to talk to uh, Adam Devine and Nina Dobrev. And in a few minutes into the movie, very early on in the movie, mm-hmm. there is a scene where Adam Devine kisses Pierce Brosnan. Oh. Now, Adam, when we first meet your in-laws in the movie, you get a big hello kiss from Pierce Brosnan. I think I speak for everyone on earth when I want to find out, is Pierce a good kisser with soft lips? We need to know. I uh, I don't remember his lips being particularly hard. So, yeah, I'll give him a, a good kisser. The, the past is a good kisser. Weirdly, I've kissed a lot of my male co-stars. And weirdly, yeah. you kissed him a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I kept yelling. I kept being, another take! <laughs> we gotta get this right! Another one! Run it back! I'm not even talking about just that, though. During rehearsal, because we did, like, rehearsals before off-camera. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And there was, like, one version of the script where, like, El- Pierce comes in and kisses you, and then Ellen also comes in and kisses you, and mm-hmm. we kept on, like, rehearsing it. And and then and then on the day, we were like, it's funnier if Ellen doesn't want to kiss me. Yeah. And uh, that's what made the movie. Yeah. I-, I think I'd like to now make a movie with you, Adam, because oh. I guess then I get to kiss you. Hey. There you go. It, it doesn't even, it just needs to be a, a Kiss FM interview. Yeah. Put your put your lips to the screen. Very on brand. Oh, wow, cute. Got you. Sounds like he doesn't want to. (laughs) Is it true? I read that this movie could have been made seven years ago. You wrote it down in a book and then I guess lost the notebook and then cried at a baseball game when Pierce signed on. What happened? So Evan Turner and Ben Zazov wrote the movie and they pitched me this idea like at the tail end of Workaholics and they came into my office, they pitched me the idea. I'm like, that's a genius idea. I want to make this movie. And then I got so busy with other things. I wrote it down in a notebook, totally lost the notebook and then was looking through an old notebook a few years ago and found it again and called them up. was like, what happened to this movie? Thinking like, for sure, John Cena's attached, or someone else. And uh, for, for sure, John Cena's playing the Owen role. And uh, they were like, we didn't do anything with it. And, and I, I loved the idea, so I worked with them on the script. And then we took it to Netflix, sold it there, took it to Happy Madison, uh, Adam Sandler's company. And they loved it. And then off to the races. Wow. And that's it. That's, that's the story of... The movie uh, The Outlaws. That's incredible. Uh, which is out on Netflix, starring Adam Devine, Nina Dobrev, Ellen Barkin, and Piers Brosnan. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. All right, celebrations right across the city for the upcoming Pride Parade on Sunday, Roz. Um, not only will Kiss 92.5 be in the parade, we're going to have a big float there. Uh, Damon Mori's going to be out there. Shem's going to be out there. DJ Climax all representing the Raza Mocha Show and KISS. But also, Toronto's largest 2S LGBTQQIA plus choir just celebrating their 30th year together. Singing Out is in the building, and they're going to be at the Pride Parade on Sunday. Cannot wait for that. Uh, Noah Whitnoff, Vice President of Singing Out. Welcome to the Raza Mocha Show. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. How are you? Uh, Doing great. You guys got to be pumped. 30 years celebration this year, right? Absolutely. Yeah, we're very excited. Uh, How long have you been with uh, Singing Out? I've been in the choir since 2019. Oh, nice. Yeah. And how did uh, the group essentially all come together? Has everyone been here since pretty much the beginning? Or? We've all been here for different times. Uh, yeah. Some people have been in, in the choir since the beginning and have continued to be in the choir. Um, others have just joined this last term. 
uh, we continue to grow and it's been great so far. When you're dealing with that many people, like what's the head count? Like how many people are in the choir? We're about 120 plus at the moment. That's a lot oh, to that's manage. A lot of voices, yes. That's a lot to manage. Oh, and just to be clear, not all 120 are here right now. No, no, no. no. The room is full. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and when it does come to, like, like, do people come to you where they're like, hey, I saw you. I've always wanted to do this. Like, what's the sort of process when somebody does show interest in wanting to be a part of this? Sure. Well, we're a non-auditioned choir, so anyone is welcome to join us. Oh, amazing. Um, yeah. So we have two terms a year. Um, and you can find us online at singingout.com to see when we when we start our registration. And then you just show up and come sing with us. And um, it's a it's, I mean, it's always a lot to ask with people's time. Right. So I, it has to be fun. I mean, there has to be an atmosphere that you like to build where people do enjoy, you know, coming to it because it's volunteer. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So let's um, talk about that vibe that you sort sure, of. Create. Yeah, we like to foster um, a, a fun environment for sure. We, we rehearse every Tuesday. So we are serious about the singing. We like to perfect our music, but we like to have fun as well. Um, we have socials where we go out after rehearsal and we, you know, hang out and have some drinks together and have some bites. Um, and we'd like to hang out together. So it's it's a whole environment. So when it comes to something like the parade, I'm, I'm looking at you now. You very much look like a choir. Everybody's standing. There's basses on one side, sopranos on the other side. When you're in the middle of chaos, as this parade is some years, how do you manage that? You can't hear yourselves. You get shot in the face of water guns. <laughs> yeah, we, like, go, we go with the flow. Uh, we'll be marching in the parade this year as well. And we'll be singing as loud as we can and just having a good time. Uh, now, when it comes to song selection, is there a general area of song, of genre, that singing out likes to stick to? We sing a variety of songs from choral to pop. We do uh, different languages, French, Spanish, English. Um, so we're kind of, do a, we do a lot, but we try to have a lot of fun with the music and yeah. keep it keep it energetic. Okay, and yeah. you have a, a bunch of folks from the choir here today, and you are going to be performing for us as well. Absolutely. Uh, what song? Do we know what song we're going to Yeah, we're, we're singing Dua Lipa's Levitating. Oh, wow. Beautiful. Is this like a fan favorite as well? Absolutely. Oh, amazing. Good. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, singing out on the Raza Mocha Show. Glitter in the sky, glitter in our eyes, shining just the way we like. I feel like we're forever every time we get together, but whatever, let's get lost on Mars. You want me? I want you, baby. I'm sugar boo. I'm levitating. The Milky Way. We're renegading. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got you. Moonlight. You're my starlight. I need you. All night. Come on, dance with me. I'm levitating. You can fly away with me tonight. You can fly away with me tonight. You can fly away with me. Yeah, 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 yeah. You want me? I want you, baby. My sugar boo. I'm levitating. The Milky Way. We're renegating. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got you. Moonlight. You're my starlight. I need you. All night. Come on, dance with me. I'm levitating. You can fly away with me tonight. You can fly away with me tonight. You can fly away with me. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got you. Moonlight, you're my starlight. I need you all night. Come on, dance with me. I'm levitating. Singing out. 
once again, Toronto's largest 2S LGBTQQIA plus choir celebrating 30 years doing the damn thing. They're going to be at the Pride Parade on Sunday. So will Kiss 92.5 representing the Razamoga Show. Damn it, Maury Shem and DJ Climax. Happy Pride, everybody. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Quarantales is back. Oh, damn. On the Roz and Mocha Show. Quarantales started on the show back when the pandemic was going on and yeah. everyone was locked up, couldn't go outside, couldn't do anything, couldn't mingle with people. So damn it, Maury would make cold calls to folks. Mm-hmm. And we had this great idea of starting a story and then randomly calling people and having them finish the story based on the information that the last caller had given. Mm-hmm. So we are back with another edition, chapter nine, actually. God, when did this start? Three and a half years ago. Jeez. It's a big book. Much like seeing Maury naked, it's when we were all trying to flatten the curve. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just laughing because I don't know what else to do. <laughs> So we are back in the streets, though. Damn, more face-to-face with people. Okay, okay. Uh, this story, by the way, is called Cranky Willie. Okay. And <laughs> explain the process <laughs> when you are meeting people face-to-face for quarantine. So you start the story. Yeah. And then do they have to... What, what do the people do when they... So I will hand them my phone on the, the notes app and give them a moment to sort of think of their next three lines. Okay, so you give them the first line of a story, then a stranger gives the next three lines, yep. then a stranger after that... We'll be, read be, what's been re- okay. written, and then they will add to it, gotcha. and then tell us what they've okay. written. Okay. Okay. So they write down what they... Yep. Okay, perfect. Yeah. All right, here we go. Chapter 9 of Quarantales Call Cranky Willie. Oh, it has been a long time, but it's time to dust off that book and add another chapter <laughs> to Roz and Mocha's Quarantales. On the road. Hi, what's your name? Sarah. Hi there. Um, Oh my God, how exciting is this? You're going to add some lines to our story. Okay, here we go. I will start the story for you, and then you will add a few more lines. Okay, bro, what is that? Did you just put her in a bag? (laughs) (laughs) That's what it sounds like. It really does. How many pages? There was an abduction. (laughs) Go. You can't can't leave until you give us the next three lines. That sounds like a kidnapping. (laughs) Cranky Willie's keyboard was always missing the letter L. So... He decided he needed to get a new keyboard and thought, hmm, maybe I'll buy one off Amazon. Let me go and find my phone. So Cranky Willie remembered that he had a basket full of L's, but where they were, he didn't know. He was determined to find them, even if he had to go to L and back. Okay, your turn to add a few more lines to our corn tales. Go ahead. It was known that Willie also never ate food that started with the letter L, like lettuce, leeks, lima beans. What was it about the L? So suddenly, the doorbell rings. Willie answers the door. The individual is holding a bunch of pamphlets. Willie glances and sees the words, family cruise for two. The individual says, hi, my name is Larry. Suddenly, all Willie sees is red. Oh my god, how excited are you to be adding a few what? more lines to our corn tales? Yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. Sh- awesome, yeah, I can't, okay, yeah, I can't wait. Um, he kills him, uh, almost instantaneously. 
the only L that Willie is allowed to be exposed to is uh, Lucinda, the, the ghost in his apartment, letting him live rent free as long as she is the only thing in his life that contains the letter L. Cranky Willie's. I gotta stop for one second. Why does that guy sound like a real bad actor? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think he felt like he had to act it out. Like, even, like, his stuttering and stuff, right? It, it sounds like he's related to you, no. because that's how you act. Apartment. <laughs> Letting him live rent-free, as long as she is the <laughs> only thing in his life that contains the letter L. Right? You know, like, when Maury tries to act, and he does exactly a stuttering thing? exactly like Maury acting. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's related to you. Cranky Willie's heart raced as he realized what he had done. Um, his eyes widening at horror at the lifeless body of poor Larry. Then panic set in, and he knew he had to dispose of the evidence before anybody found out. It is Roz and Mocha's Corin Tales, and you're adding the next three lines. Go ahead. A clatter came from the base behind him. Lucinda, a witness or an assistant? Why does this keep happening, this compulsion? Lucinda beckoned to him, pointing in ominously at the basket of L's that appeared by her feet. Complete the task, she whispered. The room filled with an airy aura as the letters rearranged themselves on the walls, spelling out messages and summoning scary beings. Shadows danced around the letters, and a sinister present grew stronger with every L-shaped word. Seth, I am going to get you to end our quarantales. Are you excited? I'm very excited. I'm ready to do this. Okay, let's go. Okay, end our story. I think Cranky Willie had unleashed a force beyond his control, and the consequences of his actions would definitely reverberate throughout his life, forever transforming him into something far far more sinister than he ever imagined. The twisted tale of Cranky Willie and the cursed letter L had only just begun, and the darkness within him was ready to consume everything in his path. Oh, good ending, dude! Thank you, thank you. I thought about it for a while. (laughs) So, like, no offense, but... Story wasn't that great. Uh, 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 Going off the rails after person number two, completely. But I, 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 that is chapter nine of Roz and Mocha's Corn Tales, entitled "Cranky Willie." The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Catherine put apple cider vinegar on my back last night because I was sweating so much. And how did really you feel? Helped. What? Like it's all over cool. your back? cool, yeah. Like dumped a wad of it in her hand. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> no, you wish you never said that. Okay. And then rubbed it all over my back. <laughs> and it really, like, it really... It really cooled me down. And I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know it did that. Right? So. Like on the, all over your back? All over my back, from the back of my neck down to like where my pants are. Uh I just bent forward and put my head on the coffee table and she just. In the the living room, in the family room? In the living room. Not like you didn't lay down in the bed? No, 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 we weren't in bed yet. And she just, uh, she felt how hot I was. Yeah. And then lifted up my shirt and then like bent me over. But did she, like, (laughs) did you even question? 
Like, where did you find out about this? How do you know that this would she work? She just knows. I don't know. Like it's TikTok like, or something? Yeah, no, or not she, TikTok. She's not on TikTok. It's Instagram? Like, I don't know. No, it's like it's like healthy lady stuff, right? Oh, okay. It's like they all know this stuff, she the tricks. To, you talked once about her using it on her feet. Yeah, she puts it on her feet where she would hmm. come to bed smelling like french fries every night, yeah. right? Yeah, so, yeah, so. I put it in salad. <laughs> and then, yeah, you, it's nice and cool. There's a cooling effect, apparently. I had no idea. And then, are you sitting there with no shirt on, or no? You I put your shirt back on. She just wrenches the shirt up like crudely over the back of my head, yeah, kind of thing. Like I'm being kidnapped, where it's like covering my my eyes, yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then and then bends me over, right. So like I'm sitting on the couch, but I lean forward, and so my forehead is hitting the coffee table, yeah. right. Like I'm completely bent over belly hanging down and everything else it's a whole sight yeah. um, and then she just like dumps it all over me and then rubs it in and i felt great afterwards does she lick her fingers after <laughs> yeah what did she do after <laughs> nothing Good i think question. she just she go, like no get up and wash her hands or anything yeah i think she would yeah she was yeah, she's a hand washer i'm not a hand washer uh -huh. so i imagine she yeah, goes and washes her hand uh -huh. <laughs> what else does she rub on your back <laughs> It was just. This? It was just that. It was just that. I don't know. Consent is a weird thing. We're in a long-term relationship. Yeah, you just. Like, you know what I mean. You just do. Yeah, like like I don't like. There, there's like you trust. There's a line, right? Like there, there's precedent. You rely more on precedent in a long-term relationship than you do on consent, right? Precedent is what matters. So if at one point your partner saw a white head on your face that you allowed them to squeeze. Mm -hmm. Every other time they see one, they can squeeze it without permission. So it's grandfathered right? in. Yes, it's, 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 yes. Precedent is what matters in a long-term relationship. So she has rubbed stuff on my back before. Mm -hmm. So therefore, anytime she feels me and I'm like hot or I'm whatever, or she finds a bump back there, who knows what's going on, Precedent yeah. says yeah, something's she getting can, squeezed, something's yes, getting robbed. Yeah. <laughs> so what does your back smell like now? <laughs> yes. As long as it's been squeezed or rubbed once, you can squeeze it and rub it all you want. Okay. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Amanda, hello, it's Roz and Mocha. Hello, hi, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm good, thanks. What's going on with you? Honestly, I feel like I'm losing my sister over an ex. Oh, you wrote a sis, Amanda. Uh, hey, Razamoka Fix My Life. My sister and I shared an incredibly close bond, and last year she went through a tough breakup with her boyfriend of four years who cheated on her. Damn. During that time, both my boyfriend and I were there to support her, uh, and it brought our family even closer. Recently, though, her ex-boyfriend reached out to her after breaking up with the girl he cheated on my sister with, asking for forgiveness. Although my sister is a loving and caring person, I find myself getting extremely angry as she starts talking talking to him again i've expressed my concerns but it feels like i'm losing my best friend and sister to this person who hurt her i'm torn between letting it go and being happy for my sister or continuing to give her the cold shoulder because of this situation so what does your sister say to you when you ask why she's letting this guy back into her life so she's pretty much saying like i always loved him and i suppressed my feelings for him 
and that I really want to just be with him again. Mm-hmm. How long were they broken up for? A year and one month. And how long were they together before he cheated? Um, so I would say that they were together on their four-year mark. Mm-hmm. Um, so he pretty much broke, cheated on her in February, and they broke up in April. When somebody gets cheated on, there is shame and embarrassment and, and all that other stuff that's associated with it, right? Mm-hmm. And and it sucks when you get when you get cheated on. And so she went through all of that. Mm-hmm. And she felt judged, even though everybody was there to support her. You can't not feel judged uh, when you're the one who got cheated on, right? So so she's had it way worse than you, right? And you know, and you right. know that. But I would, I would say this isn't, it's not really your place, even though she probably made the mistake of spending a year talking awful things about this guy. Mm. And, and now she wants to just sort of erase all of that. And you're like, well, maybe you can erase your feelings towards him, but I can't erase my feeling towards him. And that's only going to take time. But the thing that I would say to you is there have been times in your lives where your sister wanted to take a chance and you let her, you know, you supported her through taking a shot at something, right? Yes. And that's all this is. It's just her taking a shot. I think she's got to do things her way. And then if she comes to you for advice or support, the only thing you can be there is be uh, the only thing you can do at that point is just be there for her. Yeah. It was so easier said than done, you know, of course it's it is. like, um, it's like, cause the guy is so like, he makes me so angry and he has like face tattoos. And I don't even know how oh. I'm going to go hang out with somebody <laughs> who has face tattoos, you so, know? So you just, but you, so, okay. So this isn't so much about that. You just never approved of this guy. Uh, n- like he was normal in the beginning of their relationship. Okay. Normal how? He like just, he didn't have face tattoos back then? <clears throat> Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. So okay. you don't like the guy's face tattoos. Okay. But, but so even if they were still together, you don't like this guy for your sister? No. Okay, so that's what this is. Uh-huh. This isn't the fact that he cheated and then she took him back. You've just never liked this guy. I guess you're right. And yeah. You, yeah. You, were, you were so happy that he was finally out of her life, but maybe she was yeah. miserable. You're right. And I never really thought of that. Again, like when you get cheated on, there's there's shame and there's embarrassment. And she's willing to willing to risk that again because she loves this guy. And the conversation you can have with her is, please be careful. You're my sister. I love you. I know what you went through the last time. But if this is a risk that you are willing to take, I will support you. That doesn't necessarily change my feelings about him. Like, I think that okay. you can be honest about that. Mm-hmm. But you, she's going to, she got to live her life. And she's going to do it the way she wants. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But it, but you I'm, just, I'm you just never like this that. guy. You never like this guy. What's the, so, uh, so don't try no. and frame this conversation with her that make it about the fact that he cheated. Because that's only convenient for you. Yeah. I'm curious You're to right. know, what is the face tattoo of? <laughs> <laughs> and where is Honestly, it? Um, it's on the two sides of his eyes. It's on his, his skull. I like. I don't even know what it is. It's so dark. Like okay, it's a design yeah. or is it like a thing, like a gun or no? He's like a bodybuilder, so he likes that type of like look. What does he have? Like muscles tattooed on his head? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Barbed wire? Honestly, honestly, it might be like a dumbbell or something like that. Oh. On his head? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Do you even lift? Yeah. Yes, I do. <laughs> 
Uh, okay, so yeah, but I, I think that your your issue is you've just never liked this guy for your sister. I don't think this is about the cheating, and and I think it's unfair for you when you have these conversations with your sister to make it about the cheating because that, like I said, is only convenient for you. It's not the truth. Okay. Leave it alone, Amanda. Okay. Thank you so much. All right, I appreciate bro. your help. Gotcha. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.